What's up, YouTube and Welcome to Lords of the Long Box. It's the Cup Price Top 10 for comic books for the week ending 6-18-2023. Wow. Almost there to summer, boys and girls. Doesn't <clears throat> quite feel like it yet, but I'm pretty sure uh, it's going to get hot up in her somewhere. I'm probably, Gabe, is it hot in Vegas yet? Nope. Haven't hit 100 yet, which is really weird for it being the middle of June. That is that odd. I mean, it's going to be a long, hot summer. You know what they say, yeah. All right, while you guys are congregating, let's say the word. going on youtube nights welcome to laura's the long box laura say what's good to people hey guys i'm excited to be back i missed your faces and i'm i'm pumped about this list this is a good one i did gabe, i missed you oh and we miss gabe's head gabe said it was good <laughs> yo what up everybody me and my head are here it's a fun list like laura was saying so let's take yeah. a look yeah yeah uh not as many spider-men as you would think and not as many flash related books as you would think right uh has everybody mm -hmm. seen a flash unfortunately <laughs> game i know you didn't like it you didn't like it everybody's saying it's so amazing and you're the first person to say they didn't like it i i, I wish i liked it like they did well i'm at the bar set a little bit low for dc fair or unfair 
but you know, once again, you know, the CGI is, uh, I will say the CGI does leave uh, a lot to be, uh, cause, um, I'll get to this later because I was an interesting uh, intersection between the Flash TV show and the Flash movie. So once again, it's for, uh, brought to our friends over at uh, coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Head on over to coverprice.com for a two-week free trial or just $6.99 a month. And our good friends over at Bird City Comics use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics exclusive. Laura, I know you have some announcements about um, some of your books, right? Um, yeah, that's this is a good time to say it. Yeah, the Battle Chasers that we did, the Ariel Diaz, we have to completely reprint the Virgins. Uh, they just told us today we won't have them at our warehouse until July 12th. So just hang in there with us. As soon as we have them, we'll work overtime to get them out to you as fast as possible. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, you know, hey, sometimes there's nothing you can't control it. So, you know, let's go to it. Uh, this is the cover price top 10 for the week's ending uh, June 18th, where we look at the uh, hottest books that are selling both in quantity and uh, percentage. Did I say that right? Yeah, I said that right. Um, That's good. And, you know, uh, su- there are some surprising ones on here. There's still some mainstays on here. I mean, the, I, there's no need for overrun on Spider Man books because, um, You'll see. Uh, as usual, there's always a runner-up to the top 10. What do we have for this week's runner-up? All right. Runner-up this week. Uh, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number one, uh, back in 2019. Apparently, all K-pop is where all the cool kids are going lately for their uh, MCU news. As a rumor popped up on the site that has many folks talking. Uh, uh, Ginny, uh, Blackpink will be a team member on the first ever Asian superhero team in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She'll be playing K-pop singer and superhero Luna Snow, a.k.a. Sol Hee, who manipulates ice to protect people in the Pacific Rim and around the world. Like Janine Luna, Snow uh, speaks both Korean and English. Uh, numerous other sites ran with the headlines sparking the internet ablaze, of course, some celebs fueled the rumors when Asian MCU actors like Fala Chin and Claudia Kim and Benedict Wong suddenly followed Ginny uh, on Instagram. It's still unconfirmed, but we've tracked 25 copies that have been sold. Uh, that's a seven-day trend of 136%. High sell for a CGC 9.8 is $100. Current fair market value for raw copies is sitting at $21 on the site right now. This is like difficult to maneuver. Have you guys seen all K-pop? I've never been on it to like right now. I've never heard of it before. It's interesting. Yeah. I, 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 uh, first of all, uh, war of the realms, new agents, Atlas number one. And I'm shocked. Everybody has this because we've been touting this for a long time that there were going to be, uh, uh, an all Asian superhero team that's going to be making it on to uh, the MCU with, uh, um, you know, Randall Park heading up the team as Jimmy Woo and, you know, Wave and, uh, you know, Silk, you know, a bunch of other characters. So um, if they bring a K pop character into an MCU film, I, I think it'll do gangbusters because K pop is just gigantic. Gigantic throughout the world. It is. Tivo, this B- BTS's Jungkook shines with 1.2 billion Spotify streams. I don't even know who this person is, but that's insane. You're you're totally right. Yeah. Um. I got. I went down a rabbit hole. Of this <laughs> other uh, group uh, that does uh, freestyle uh, hip hop in both English. Uh, they're an all female group. 
Uh, they 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 they're Japanese, but they live in Korea, so they rap in English, Japanese, and Korean, and they're absolutely fantastic. Um, you know what? Things, this is a new segment. Things that TVO has listened listened to that you should listen to. Um, I, I should get it ready because I just went. You, sometimes you know YouTube, you go down a rabbit hole, and you're like, what? This is dope. Um, so it's called XG. If you go on YouTube, uh, look for XG and then look for tapes, and they are so so. You know what? I'll do you one favor, man. I, I just are you, you gonna play it? Let's hear it. Um, no, I'm curious. Should I? Yes. If we don't All get, right. will they shut us down? No, copy we'll a little bit. Let me see if I can share the screen here. Let's just share. a little snippet. Sure. Share tab with audio. Hold on. This is crazy. There's so many people. Like, I feel like I'm completely 1.2 million views this video has gotten. Oh um, I mean, it's the same thing with manga, you know, the kind of oh, yeah. the uh, invasion that we've had of that and how that's taken over. That's true. All right. Ooh. Twins and we both tens on the mic. Two real Asians, like what's all the hype? Pick the last tape, then no problems left tonight. Cause we got what it takes to rock the mic, right? XG pushing XP, breaking boundaries. Hit different, build different, new breed. The dual dynamic wreak havoc on the scene. My hobby be getting busy, light bony nominee. Top okay, here's another one. This is more old school. This one I've heard. Okay. Well, it's a sample, yeah. They... Oh boy, we came to party. Yeah. Favorite like you know When we're rapping about it, we can back it up. But you don't want the rest of my girls to start acting up. What you gonna do? What you trying to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you gonna do? All right, they got yeah, they got bars. They got bars. I like so, it. I like it. Yeah. Sold. So, yeah, check it out. It's called XG Taped uh, on YouTube, and uh, yeah, they are really funky. All girl group. All right, uh, they actually had a show in New York City. Actually, I mean, and it was huge. I mean, and it, it and it and it cross pollinates to all ethnicities i mean white black asian you know hispanic they all they all love it and and you know and the quality of music is in korea k-pop is so much better than what you would consider pop music in america right or or hip-hop in america they just yeah they, i think that's they, awesome they, that's really cool they just have a sound that is you know that's like oh it makes me happy it's not all yeah i was like bouncing along to it as you played the yeah. samples that was perfect yeah so war of the realms new asian atlas number one coming in as the runner up all right what do we have for number 10 all right kicking off the list this week oh this is one of my favorites spider-man india from marvel in 2005 while hundreds of spider-verse variants debuted in across the spider-verse there were a select few that directors focused on one of those variants was paviter brabhakar spider-man india while his costume is redesigned in the movie the character's spirits shines through Pav was one of the most humorous spider variants that in the film introduced, and my personal favorite. In the final scene, he is also seen gearing up next to Gwen, indicating that he has chosen to stand by Miles in the upcoming spider conflict. 
Guess we'll have to sip on our coffee with room for cream while we wait for Pav to educate us on misnomer phrases in a future film. Until then, we tracked 21 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 166%, with a high sale of 350 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw near-mint fair market value of $51. I'll just say this, Nearing Nirvana did a whole Spider-Verse show, and this has already gone up since then, so hopefully you're watching The Girls and Me, because we we told you guys to snag this up. Yeah, I'm at, uh, geez, at, at WonderCon. Um, I, Gabe, you were with me, right? The last WonderCon went to? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for this book. Because I, you know, I was told, you know, you know, way before uh, by somebody that Spider-Man India is going to be play a prominent role in the, in the movie, and there was none on the floor whatsoever. Could not find first appearance Spider-Man India. Um, if Marvel and Sony get their act together and do a live-action Spider-Man India, it would blow up. Just to think about the population of India, it's like what a billion people or something crazy like that that live in India. Um, you know, I mean, it would do gangbusters just like, you know, the Korean market, you know, for, you know, everything else, just go international with it. But um, his character is so of- good, too. One of my favorites from the film. Actually, he is my favorite from the film. Everybody, everybody's like spider punk, spider punk. And he was cool, too. But this was my favorite. Yeah. Hopefully he gets a new ongoing uh, solo series from. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Comics. That would be that would be dope. So number 10 on the list is Spider-Man India numero uno. What do we have for number nine? I told you guys these books. You should always get these books. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a fun one here. Uh, this is uh, Transformers number 11. This is the Marvel series from 1985. Who's excited for the return of Jetfire? If you haven't heard, in, in the recently released Void Rivals number one, Jetfire makes a triumphant return to the Transformers universe. This surprising return has sent collectors on a mission to track down copies of his first appearance. Uh, his return could prove significant to the future of the Transformers properties, and everyone is trying to buy into his key issue early. So if you track uh, 23 copies sold, seven-day trend of 152%, high sell of $159 for a uh, 9.8 CGC, and raw copies uh, VF, that fair market value sits at $6. Hmm. <clears throat> so if you're looking for this stuff too, number 10 is actually another it could be one of those cameo slash first appearances of Jetfire too. So if yeah. anybody's looking for that, go for number oh, 10 as well. I don't know how many days weeks we have to say this, but Transformers and G.I. Joe, the comics, tons and tons of first appearances on it. Um uh and you know, for those who haven't seen it yet, it's a it's a fun, it's a fun movie. Uh there's a Hands down, probably my favorite soundtrack in the last, I don't know, five, six years. Uh, all 90s hip hop, you know, going, you know, and and they play it. I mean, uh, you know, there's some nice little nostalgia. Obviously, the big, you know, revealed at the end that, you know, everybody knows that by now, right? I mean, we talked about it on this show, right? Uh, with yeah, G. we're good, Joe I think. G.I. Joe versus Transformers eventually coming on the screen. My question is, is there a G.I. Joe named Sonic? Mm. Not that I could think of. I don't think for the show then, because that the the main character they Bumblebee ends up calling him Sonic, and I have a feeling that's going what his code name is going to be when he's with the with the Joes, right? 
Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that was the name his brother gave him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then uh, what's his name? The other um, Autobots call him Sonic as well. So I'm thinking, you know, Sonic could be his thing. And it makes sense because he's a telecommunications expert, right? I mean, you know, so Sonic, yeah. you know, the, you know, uh, go figure, man. What so, was his name in the movie? Lo, lo, uh, no, no, Noah. Noah Diaz, right? So he could just look yeah. it up that way. And Straight up New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Transformers number 11 coming in at number nine. Well, this book would just not go away. Yep, here we go. The Amazing Spider-Man number 10 from 2014. Explosive guitar riffs are just a typical day for Hobie Brown. His epic entrance was just the beginning for viewers who would soon become a fan of Spider-Punk. Daniel Kaluuya's voice acting is on point, scoring even more points for the Spider-Variant. While Spider-Punk only appears on the screen for a few short scenes, his role is crucial to Miles Morales' step towards standing up to the Spider-Society. He also provides Gwen with a way to help Miles, seemingly knowing how things would end up. We can't wait to see his return in Beyond the Spider-Verse. We tracked 32 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 111%, with a high sale of $285 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near-mint fair market value of $82. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this book is still on here. I mean, it's clinging on, as you could tell, you know, as the weeks go on, it dropped down a little bit lower, a little bit lower, a little bit lower. But, uh, you know, two of my favorite characters, man, Spider-Punk and Spider-Man India. I meant to uh, give them both their own animated films. That's what I say. Maybe eventually it would be smart. Yeah. I mean, you know, and speaking of Sony and, and Spider-Man, um, uh, if you guys, what do you guys think of the Craven trailer? Oh, man, we were talking about that on the chat the other day. I think it looks good. Everybody's saying that it's going to be a disappointment because it's bound to be right. But I actually think it looks it looks decent. It looks appealing. Same here. I, I was entertained. I, I, I dug it. You know, his uh, origin story has changed uh, a bit, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I think in the Lion's comics. Blood. Lion's yeah, blood. in the comics, he does injections to get his superpowers, right? But now all of a sudden, if you just get some lion's blood dripped into your open wound, then you'll get those superpowers too. So why not? You know, I, I couldn't even finish the trailer. I, I've never stopped in the middle of a trailer and turned it off. Before. You didn't like it? Every, that's what that seems to be the popular opinion, Gabe, is that most people are like, no, it's gonna be terrible. No, like once that once that lion's blood dripped into his wound and he started, like, oh, come on, give it a try. Give it a try. Give it a try. Then again, we thought the same thing about Mobius, too, when we saw the trailer. So, but hopefully, you know, this one's better. So, number eight on the list, Amazing Spider-Man, number 10. All right, what do we have for number seven? Still going strong. Number seven, speaking about uh, books going down and down, uh, Fallout, Ultimate Fallout number four. Miles Morales is arguably the second most popular Spider-Man, second only to Peter Parker. While his debut was a bit rocky, his his acceptance as a new Spider-Man was earned nearly 10 years after his debut. We saw the debut of Miles Morales in a feature film. The recently released sequel reminds us why Miles is ideally suited to carry on the mantle of Spider-Man. His first appearance is considered to many as the modern age grail of grails as his value continues to grow. Fans, uh, fans interest also increases. Uh, we've tracked 40 copies sold, seven-day trend of 104%, high sell of $2,026 for a CGC 9.8, and near mint fair market value is $551. Wow. 
Wow. So it's slowly creeping up. It was stuck in like a 1500 range, you know, for a 9.8 for a while, but now it's 2000. Like I said, the next bump will be when they're when they announce a live action Miles Morales movie. It's it's inevitable, right? It's like it's like Thanos. He's inevitable, but then Thanos <laughs> dies. Do we really do we really think this is a modern Grail of Grails? Um. <clears throat> well, name another one from 2010 forward that's this hot or this expensive. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything right now. Exactly. So you answered your own question. It is a modern grail. All right. All right. There you go. So number seven on the list is Ultimate Fallout number four. If you haven't seen it, Into the Multiverse of Madness or the excuse me, I can, yeah, well, that's dope too. But the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and all the, the cameos in it, things that the segues into things that people watch that you should watch. Um, then this film has tons of cameos, and it's not the flash. That's right. It's on Apple TV. It's called Ghosted. With Chris Evans and uh, Anna Darmus, and there are some just random. You, you, I don't want to give it away, but it's some really cool cameos. At least five or six actors that have worked with Chris Evans before. I'll leave it at that. And okay, or, or for the same company, yeah. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a fun movie. It's you know, it's a kind of a rom com action spy flick, but uh, you know, but ghosted. Peep it out, man. I'm telling you, peep it out. You have a good time. It's like extraction number two. Yo, that is crazy action. So he's two recommendations. <laughs> hey, so what about two. the uh what about that Spider-Man six six seven variant? As, as like the Grail of Grails for like the last books released within the last like 10 years. Oh yeah. Well that one is it, like one of yeah, them. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah. one is a ghost, yeah. But it doesn't, I mean, it's a it's a variant grail per se, right? It, it, it's had nothing to do with the first appearance, I don't think. There's no first appearance in it, right? No, it's, it's not. Just, it's just a, it's, a big grail book, though, yeah. Yeah, it's just a scarcity. Kind of like those those random spawn books that are worth like, you know, two or three grand, you know, uh, you know, just because, you know, there are variants and they're, I guess, hard to get or they're, you know, limited print runs or whatever. But anyway, Ultimate Fallout number four coming in at number seven. All right, now we have for number six. This is an interesting one. So The Sickness oh. Number 1 by Uncivilized Comics, really small publisher. Um, this came out a few months ago or a few weeks ago. Here's a book that is interesting to see amongst the rest of the titans on this list. The Sickness is the first issue of a series released just a couple of weeks ago. While all of the covers are getting tons of attention, it's the story in this issue that's really generating tons of buzz. The series is set between 1945 and 1955, following two main characters intrigued by an illness that makes people go mad. This black and white horror comic has quickly become a ghost, setting the value of this book soaring. Will the popularity hold up for this indie book? We tracked 26 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 204%, with a high sale of $25 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of $21. I will say this, I was in Boston last week and I stopped at an LCS and they still had them on the shelf. So before you run to eBay, check your LCS. They might have a couple. It wasn't ordered by a lot of people, but I ran into a couple while I was scouting. Yeah, I never heard of it either. So, um, I mean, this is cool. Number number six on the list is The Sickness, number one. And this is what we like to call, uh, you know, organic, right? I don't, I don't think there's any news. It was just or, uh, the story. Yeah. Uncivilized yeah. Comics, a few weeks back, they still had them available on their site. Now I'm pretty sure they're sold out of all the regular covers and the variants. So, 
That's a good point by Three Rivers, three, three Rivers Comics. Dejervic, Ultimate Fallout 4, Rival 667 in price. That is true. It's a hard book to find. I mean, it's a rarity. One at the one in twenty-five uh, Dejervic yeah. variant. Yeah. So that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there Miles is a character that our kids are going to grow up with, so it's going to be a Grail. It it already is. It's going to be one that they look for when they're our age. Well, I mean, same with Spider Gwen too, right? You know, first yeah, exactly. Spider Gwen. So that could be another modern Grail. Two of them right there. There you go, Gabe. We answered your question. All right, then. <laughs> on the list is the sickness number one. Halfway there, boys and girls. We have number five. I was wondering uh, if this five. Was up. Yeah. Void Rivals number one. Uh, this is the Daniel Warren Johnson spoiler one in 100 cover. Uh, now that two iconic 80s properties once again sit under the house of image, the fans are going to see a lot of crazy things coming. Void Rivals was, be was the beginning of that, establishing the shared Energon universe inhabited by the Transformers and G.I. Joe characters. While only the first issue has been released so far, this crossover has a massive hit with fandom, especially with the return of Jetfire. The Winter 100 variant is also considered a spoiler variant, making it that much more desirable to collectors. We've tracked 48 copies sold and a seven-day trend of 110%, with a high sell of $247 for a raw copy and near-mint fair market value right now sitting at $208. This is the first time that we've ever had a 1 in 100 hit the top roll of our weekly movers list with 48 copies sold. It's impressive to see such a high ratio variant sell so many while maintaining a premium aftermarket as well. Yeah, uh, Void Rivals number one, the Daniel Warren Johnson spoiler 1 in 100 variant. Raw Dog, $247. So it's amazing to me how the IP for Transformers and G.I. Joe has just, you know, went from, you know, one place to another. What, G.I. Joe last was with idw i believe right correct yeah. uh and who was doing transformers dynamite or who was it um it was idw idw as well so right. you know now somehow robert kirkman kirkham got got it and it's under the image banner but the hasbro still has the movie rights so it'd be you know it's it's an interesting kind of diversion of you know who owns the comic book rights and who owns the movie rights and how you know they'll follow it what I went well, to Hasbro else, yes. owns Transformers in general. Yeah, and, exactly. I, and they license it out to, to Image now. Yeah, because I went to my LCS on Wednesday um, or Thursday. I was trying to remember. Maybe Thursday or Wednesday. Um, I was like, um, and I, I asked my LCS owner, I said, hey, has Void Rival sold out? I was just curious. He goes, no, we still have a bunch of them. I mean, but this is cover A. But, you know, they ordered a ton of them, you know, because Robert Kirkman was, you know, definitely um, – you know, promoting it big time. So um, yeah, we did an exclusive for this one. Uh, he, yeah. It was very under under wraps. People weren't allowed to talk about it. Nothing. We're out of our one in one hundreds, unfortunately, but we still have the one in fifties, I believe. Okay, so that's going to be one one hundred for me pretty soon, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're going to be getting a bunch of these actually. All righty. All right. So uh, Void Rivals number one, the door da Daniel Warren Johnson spoiler one in one hundred variant, two hundred forty seven for a raw dog. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I wonder if this is because coming off of the Transformers film and then, you know, we're seeing G.I. Joe versus Transformers. You know, we've seen the G.I. Joe versus Transformers Marvel miniseries, you know, obviously the first time they ever met. But now, you know, Kirkham. Uh, Kirkman is taking it to a whole new level now with this. Um, and so. also, you know, Transformers fans are just, you know, they love the Transformers. Yeah. If you're a Transformers fan, you follow it. And it was off the market for a while. G.I. Joe and Transformers weren't being published and nobody knew where the rights were going to fall. 
And it was a surprise. Kirkman's doing another surprise, kind of the same way he ended Walking Dead about telling anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was just a special reveal that, hey, we have the rights to these characters that everybody like loved and was waiting to see. Yeah, I wonder happened. how they got. I wonder how they got the rights, though. I mean, you know, because money. You know, yeah, I mean that's a lot of money from Image, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure Marvel threw their hat in the ring. They're like, hey, we want it. We have a history with it, but you know, kudos to you, Image and Robert or Kirkman. Now we just want him to reprint all the old uh, Marvel series again in like yeah. trade paperbacks or omnibuses or something. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Ford Rivals number one, one in one hundred secret spoiler variant coming in at one in one hundred uh, number five. I guess that's a new thing now, the secret spoiler variant, because I allude to the next book on the list. All right, Spider Man number seven, the Umberto Ramos top secret spoiler for twenty twenty three. With the release of The Edge of the Spider-Verse 3 just a day away, spoilers have begun circulating the internet. Uh, You'll find those spoilers in our coverage of She-Hulk number 3. If you avoided that, there's no reason to spoil it again here. This week's release is set to explore the origin of Spider-Boy and gives us our first piece of information, his identity. While there isn't an immediate recognition of the name or the face, this reveal provides enough more support for Spider-Boy's longevity. Additionally, comic stores revealed solicitations for a future solo run of Spider-Boy. If you are still a doubter, the evidence is stacking up. It looks like Spider-Boy is here to stay. We tracked 75 copies sold, which was down 99 from last week, at a seven-day trend of 109%, with a high sale of 150 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near mint going for about $33. Spider-Man number seven, the Umberto Ramos top secret spoiler variant, CDC 9.8 from 150. Let me ask you kids this. If mm-hmm. it is revealed that Spider-Boy is already an existing character, will it hurt the value of the book? Or or if it's a brand new character that they introduce? I mean, it's better if it's a brand new character. I mean, you remember Red Goblin, the reveal? And then that just went, dude. Yeah, and it, just it, yeah. it just died. Yeah. Um, but I, I think if it's a brand new character, then, you know, perhaps then, you know, I think it will have more exactly. legs to it um, as opposed to just saying, oh, it's a clone of Ben or somebody, you know, I don't know, Scarlet Spider or some shit. I don't know, man. It can be. But my feeling, I was like, who could be Spider-Boy? Put your guess. It's a clone of Uncle Ben, but as a little boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was Aunt May's, uh, Aunt May's bastard child from Tony Stark. If you want to, you know, Tony Stark and her hooked up. And or a bastard movie. child from Dr. Octopus. Oh, you yeah. were hooking up. Yeah. All those tentacles. Let's not get her to carry away now. All right. What do we have for number three in the list? Shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> number three, good old Spider-Man 2099. Uh, number one from 1992. Spider-Man 2099 is still going strong. How many more ways can we say it? Oscar Isaac did an excellent job portraying a futuristic Spider-Man and the leader of the Spider Society. Spider-Man 2099 was a perfect antithesis to the the morals of Miles. One Spider-Man still holds on to belief that the future can be changed, while the other stands on the other side of destiny and accepts their fate. These are huge, differentiating core beliefs and are the diverse driving force between Miguel and Miles. We were lucky enough to see the beginning of the battle, but it looks like we it just got started. Miles, Miguel, Miles and Miguel are set to go head-to-head in the upcoming Beyond the Spider-Verse film. Get ready for more 2099. Uh, we've tracked 110 copies sold, a seven-day trend of 102%. 
High sell, $210 for a CGC 9.8. Near mint fair market value is $23. Spider Man 2099 coming in at uh, number one, coming in at number three. Interesting that uh, I was just thinking like Oscar Isaac is like dipped his toes into multiple franchises now. So he's in the Sony animated universe, he's in the MCU as Moon Knight, Star Wars, and also uh, Dune. If you want to cry out Dune, because we were talking about Haley Steinfeld, right? Remember, she was in Transformers, she was also an X Men, and she was an X Men. No, uh, Oscar Isaac was an apocalypse. Oh, yeah, his apocalypse. So, yeah, Oscar Isaac wins. Sorry, hands down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wins. Yeah. All right. What do you have for number two? Surprising one. Oh, all right. Coyotes number one. This is from Image in 2017. This series debuted in 2017 to little attention. Fast forward to today, and Selena Gomez and Jordan Peele are developing a series adaptation for Prime Video. Woohoo! The series follows a group of women who take a stand against a legion of werewolves that have been hunting them. The story is brilliant. It's a blend of mythology and modern-day storytelling. Whether picking this up for resale or to read, you are in for a treat. Most lo- our most lower-priced copies are now gone and have been relisted on the aftermarket for nearly five times the original MSRP. This book heated up quickly, and we tracked 54 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 221% with a high sale of $89 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw near mint fair market value of $16. Maybe, yeah. Coyote's number one uh, from 2017 coming in at number two. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just haven't been reading up on the news. This, I I did not hear about this. I didn't know about this either. This was a good one. Yeah, or else I would have been searching on the internets as well or looking in my LCS, but I'm pretty sure they're gone now. So I'm at, uh, anytime you get Peel doing anything, I mean, he's such, you know horror with with the with the comedic sense even in the old key and peel sketches they you know they would be funny and then they would just go off into this weird kind of dark realm of sci-fi or whatever uh but you know so selena gomez got quite a popular you know you know on amazon prime hopefully they uh I like don't her. Paper- She's cute. yeah she is hopefully they don't paper girls us and uh don't uh bring back you know another season i would say amazon prime is a bit is a lot better than Netflix though, as far as, you know, just canceling so shows after one season. I, I've come to the realization yeah. that Netflix hates fantasy shows, right? They had some great fantasy shows and, but they, they opted for more of this kind of sci-fi shows and things like extraction, like special ops, military type films. I mean, there's a new Gal Gadot uh, movie that, is in that same vein where she's a super spy, of course, uh, doing all kinds of crazy shit. But uh, you know, Amazon oh, yeah, Prime. That movie was terrible. What was that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. hopefully, you know, you know, the WGA strike um, gets uh, fixed soon, so we can actually start seeing these properties being uh, developed. Um, yeah. I was reading something today that there may be an actor strike as well, which would really, really. That would really up in Hollywood for a while. I meant, um, you know, and, you know, the WGA strike also gave the excuse for Hollywood studios to kind of say, oh, well, you know, we're going to cancel your show because of the strike one. Well, maybe they didn't want to do the show or the show was costing too much money and they got rid of things. So that was just the ugly side of Hollywood for you. You know, the studios Not and the writers should, yeah, the writers should get paid more, you know, um, you know, for doing what they do. So, um, 
Uh, the last time we had one here, I think it was 2007, 2008, I, it estimated costs the uh, Hollywood industry $2 billion is lot in lost revenue because of that. That's insane. That's an incredible amount of money. Now, what's interesting, though, is full circle to now, though, we have multiple streaming platforms that offer international fare, which are not affected by the WGA strike. I mean, you, you know, just going to Netflix, there's tons of like Korean shows and Japanese shows and, you know, German shows, French shows, shows in Spanish, whatever. So, you know, in solidarity, they could eventually say, hey, hey, we're not going to do anything. But right now, you know, they're, you know. They're just going to continue on. So hopefully everything, everybody gets, you know, everybody gets paid and they move on. So number two on this is Coyotes. Number one, I wonder who did the cover. It looks familiar to me, but um, hmm, I'm trying to think. It does look eerily familiar and I can't pinpoint it either. I think that's just like maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody in the chat can, somebody thought it looked like Lucy, but that's not what I was thinking. Or something <laughs> it kind of does look like Lucy though. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, uh, almost there, boys and girls. Uh, the number one book on this week's list. Somebody called it in the live chat earlier. All right. Last book of the night. Uh, She-Hulk number three from 2004. Uh, it's a little bit of a warning here. There is spoilers for Edge of Spider-Verse 3. Uh, some Spider-Boy spoilers. This may be a product of the market being led astray or a simple act of buying upon a poorly researched Google search. In the upcoming release of Edge of Spider-Verse number three, it has been leaked that Spider-Boy's real name is Bailey Briggs. Um, your instinct to search for that name associated with Marvel is common sense and an act everyone performs. In that search, a Bailey Briggs does exist in the Marvel Universe. In fact, his first appearance is in this issue of She-Hulk number three, hence its sudden traction. However, this Bailey Briggs is a hammer uh, aeronaut engineer who's murdered and returns as a ghost to serve as a witness in his uh -huh. murder trial and then sent to spiritual jail after lying under oath on the stand. Based on this, the two Baileys appear to have little to no connection. Keep in mind, this issue of She-Hulk was written by Zeb Wells, a former Spider-Man writer and friend of Dan Slott. So there is a loose connection among the writers. I guess we'll have to see. Meanwhile, uh, we've tracked 44 copies sold, seven-day trend of 281%, High sell of $135 for a CGC 9.8. And fair market value for very fine copies, it's $12. Hey, Gabe, do you know what we're covering tonight right after this? Bailey Is Briggs. Bailey Briggs. <laughs> nice. Whole show about so, it. <laughs> Bailey Briggs was a murderer and became a ghost. And he was a, a, a hammer aeronaut. Aeronaut. Is that what you said? Worked for, for hammer. So, yeah, Ariel, not so that seems to me like a rather old person to be called Spider Boy. Um, so but you know, does sometimes it doesn't stop people from, from buying it just by name recognition? So we'll see when it when does the origin issue come out? Uh, I think we read that earlier, anyway. Tivo, Uncle Tivo's uh, uh, um, advice to you 
sell this before that comic comes out because i have a feeling it's not gonna be what you think it is you know what i'm saying so uh she hulk number three coming in and number one uh, is 9.8 so for 135 dollars and that's just a dope cover too by the way yeah i like it who who did that cover that's dope you can't tell nobody i recognize anybody all right, boys and girls, uh, that's it for the cover price top 10. Uh, this is the part of the show where I give something away, and I'm not going to do the random uh, comment picker. Uh, we'll do that on Thursday. Okay. So leave, leave a comment with your favorite covers uh, uh, after this video posts. Uh, so what I am going to do is a trivia question, since it's kind of on topic. Yay, I like uh, that. Let me start a start line here. And Gabe may know this right off the top of his head. Beautiful, yeah. Um, (laughs) what is the GI Joe acronym? Oh, I can see people bringing up their uh, their Google search Google right now. That was a Greg Horn cover, no shit. I would never have guessed that. I would say what's the Cobra one as well, but we'll just start it off easy with what's the GI Joe? Uh, no, Kal-El got it. No, that's what typically what G.I. Joe means. Oh. But in the comics, in that's what the I uh, cartoon, it's an, acro- it's an actual acronym for something. General <laughs> issue from long shots? Nope. Government issued. No, that's what nope. Mary said that one. <laughs> Damn put G.I. <laughs> Do you know it, Gabe? No. I would have said government issued, so I don't know. Well, that's what GI stands for. In, in general. Yeah, I mean that's that's been around for a while, but it, there's yeah. an actual acronym for it. I I found it online earlier, and it wasn't an easy search, so you know. So you're saying there's an acronym for J O E then as well, and GI. Right. Still nothing, huh? I think you stumped the whole internet on this one, Tim. Hmm. We're all like searching right now, trying to whoever finds yeah. it first wins, right? Yep. Between Gabe and me too. Oh, comic collector geek is so close. Gastrointestinal. That's what the, the GI track. <laughs> comic collector geek is close. Boom, there it is. Satori Emi. Global Integrated Joint Operating Entity is the the acronym for G.I. Joe. See? Really? Oh. Yep. Global Integrated Joint Operating Entity. Yep. And then uh, there's one for Cobra as well. So uh, Satori Emi, go ahead and uh, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, you know, I'll send you out some uh, uh, Bird City Comics exclusives at Laura's expense. Thank you very much. And uh, speaking of which, Laura, any last words? Hope Sorry, I was muting. Um, yeah, no, you guys, right after this, we'll be covering Spider-Boy on Comic Book Women. So hop on over there. I think TiVo's going to redirect you anyway, so that makes it easy. And a little spoiler, this Friday, I don't know if you guys remember our World Tree number 1 exclusive we did with Ana Marcano. But this Friday, we're going to be doing a third printing of that cover, but slightly tweaked. I can't say much more than that, but it's beautiful. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram. All right. There's a, all right. Gabe, any last words? Uh, thanks a lot for showing up, everybody. Fun list. Uh, learned about G.I. Joe tonight. That was fun, too. You yeah. learned what the acronym yeah. is, see? 
and and knowing is what power half the battle half the power oh my god oh, i can't believe it i said i teed you up for that one knowing is half the paddle knowing uh, is power I, that's similar i guess no no that was the whole thing about gi joe is knowing is half the battle all right Ugh, for laura and jb this is tivo keep digging in them long box we'll see you thursday peace out bye